Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Why So Political. Today's episode will focus on a topic that has been making headlines, which is the potential impeachment of President Joe Biden. As always, I'm your host, Nehayeta Vali, and we have a lot to talk about, so let's get started. Now to begin, let's set the stage and provide some context surrounding the calls for President Biden's impeachment. Earlier this month, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy made some statements suggesting that Republican lawmakers may consider an impeachment inquiry based on unproven claims of financial misconduct. Response to enormous GOP pressure to demonstrate support for Donald Trump ahead of the 2024 presidential election, McCarthy highlighted questions House Republicans are raising about the Biden family's finances and the need for an investigation. The controversies during President Biden's tenure, particularly concerning the economy and national security and immigration policies, have fueled discussions about impeachment. However, it's important to note that so far, the House's probes have been fruitless and they have not proven any wrongdoing. Nonetheless, McCarthy insists that an impeachment inquiry would enable Congress to seek the truth. Now, let's delve deeper into the legal grounds for impeachment and what specific actions or decisions of President Biden might be subject to scrutiny. The Constitution specifies that a president can be impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors. We'll explore whether the controversies surrounding the economy, the Afghanistan troop withdrawal, and immigration measures could potentially meet this threshold. Now, let's delve deeper into these specific controversies, which have become a focal point for discussion about the potential impeachment of President Joe Biden and the U.S. on a global stage. So I think right off the bat, one of the most contentious decisions during Biden's tenure and possibly of the whole decade so far was the U.S. withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan. The chaotic evacuation and the subsequent takeover of the country by the Taliban drew intense criticism from both conservatives and liberals alike. Many argued that the withdrawal was poorly executed, leading to the abandonment of American citizens and Afghan allies, as well as the risk of Afghanistan becoming a haven for terrorist organizations. Now, the situation in Afghanistan raised serious questions about the administration's national security policies and decision-making processes and capabilities. Critics argue that the manner in which the withdrawal was conducted may have endangered American American lives and damaged U.S. credibility on a global stage. Now, we couldn't talk about controversies if we didn't bring in the economy. And the economy has been a major point of contention during Biden's term. You have so many people accusing the administration of mismanagement and contributing to surging inflation rates. They point to prices of goods and services as well as supply chain disruptions as evidence of economic turmoil. I mean, at one point, folks, you have people complaining on days on end of the gas prices. And it's very valid to be upset about that since just the price of living has gone up so high but the reality is that the president doesn't really have much say over the economy now one reason why people i think are justified in feeling annoyed with the administration would be because of the impact of their 
substantial government spending and the national debt. And this is something that I can definitely get behind. Critics cite the administration's ambitious spending plans, such as the infrastructure package and social welfare programs, and how these lead to further economic instability. And while these programs are aimed to help the American public, the people who are left having to pay for them are younger generations. And, you know, you do have some people on the other side. You do have a lot of economists who are defending these policies as necessary measures to address long-standing issues. The economic challenges faced by many Americans have intensified debates about the efficacy of the president's economic agenda. But is this grounds for impeachment? Now, another thing that I would like to highlight would be the president's approach to immigration and border security, which has also been a subject of very heated debate in this country. You have people mostly on the right arguing that the administration's more lenient policies have contributed have contributed to a surge in illegal immigration. And I think a perfect example of this would be the situation at the US-Mexico border. You know, there's a lot of concerns being raised about border security and most importantly, the treatment of migrants. Now, the Biden administration's decision to reverse certain Trump-era immigration policies, such as the Remain in Mexico program and border wall construction, has drawn criticism for potential consequences on border control and national security. However, proponents of the president's immigration policies argue that they are more humane and focus on addressing root causes of migration. They maintain that the U.S. should show compassion to those seeking asylum and provide a pathway to citizenship for undocumented immigrants already living in the country. So once a basis for impeachment is established, and as we can see, there is quite a lot of ground for Republicans to cite. Not all of it valid, I would say, but I digress. What does the actual impeachment process entail? An impeachment inquiry by the House would be the first step towards bringing articles of impeachment against President Biden. Such a probe could be lengthy or swift, depending on how the House proceeds, possibly stretching into the campaign season. We'll explain the steps involved. Uh, But first, I do want to highlight that there are going to be a lot of political ramifications, which will definitely shape the presidential election campaigns for both Democrats and Republicans. And this is because impeachment is not just a legal procedure, but it has profound political implications. These proceedings are inherently polarizing and can exacerbate and probably will exacerbate existing divisions within the nation. The deeply partisan nature of modern politics, especially in the U.S., means that supporters and opponents of impeachment are more likely to entrench themselves in their positions, leading to heightened tensions and animosity. This polarization can spill over into other areas of governance, hindering cooperation on critical legislative matters and intensifying gridlock within Congress. Impeachment proceedings also have the power to sway public opinion and shape the narrative surrounding the president's actions and policies. Depending on the perception of the impeachment process, public support for Biden probably will fluctuate, impacting his ability to govern effectively. 
Those who support impeachment may feel vindicated, while those who oppose it may view the process as politically motivated. I would argue that it definitely is politically motivated, though. The fact that this is coming before the 2024 presidential election speaks volumes. But overall, any motivation, I feel, would just lead to further distrust in the political system based on how the system is today. But an impeachment inquiry, even if it does not result in the president's removal from office, can consume significant time and attention in Congress. This diversion of focus may overshadow other pressing issues that demand legislative action, such as economic recovery, healthcare reform, climate change, and national security. As the impeachment progress unfolds, important policy debates may take a backseat, impeding progress on crucial matters affecting the American people. But in all honesty, folks, it really does seem that the vast majority of people who are in power really have kind of given up on these important policy debates. Now, with the timing of an impeachment comes the topic of the election, as I mentioned earlier. If the process extends into the campaign season, it could become a central theme in the race, which affects the strategies of Democrats and Republicans alike. The impeachment decision and discussion may overshadow other campaign issues and candidates may be forced to take positions either defending or denouncing the president's actions, further intensifying the partisan divide. But there is a middle. There is a middle, and I do want to address that you can say that you're not the biggest fan of President Joe Biden, but you really don't think that he should be impeached because there isn't substantial grounds for impeachment. Um, I've seen a lot of discourse online about citing the actions of hunter biden as grounds it 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 comes from people who are um the most extreme but it doesn't come from the majority because i think as we all know the loudest people tend to be the extreme minority um but Obviously, I don't think anyone's going to take that seriously. I, I'd hope not because, you know, in this country, people should be responsible for their own actions. And although I myself am not the biggest fan of President Biden, it's not right to group him in with what his son is doing or what certain members of his family may be doing. If he is not involved in it. Moving on, the news of a potential impeachment inquiry against President Joe Biden has sparked intense reactions from both sides of the political aisle already. McCarthy's comments have ignited a fierce debate within the Republican Party, with some Trump allies demanding action to demonstrate their support for the former president. On the other hand, more moderate Republicans express concern about the legitimacy and timing of such a move. As I maintain these are very valid concerns to have and they really they really do make you question how authentic McCarthy is being 
Democrats have also been quick to dismiss the impeachment talks as a political diversion, criticizing McCarthy's intentions as an an attempt to appease Donald Trump. The allegations surrounding the Biden family finances are largely unproven, and previous reviews of the Justice Department under the Trump administration did not find sufficient evidence of wrongdoing. In a deeply divided political climate, the talk of impeachment against President Biden raises profound questions about accountability and governance. As we navigate through these contentious times, can we find a common ground to address pressing issues and unite as a nation? I think it's important for all of us to reflect on the impact of our collective choices and strive for a stronger and more cohesive future. That concludes this episode of Why So Political. Thank you so much for joining me on this in-depth exploration. And remember to subscribe to the podcast for more thought-provoking discussions and up-to-date news on the issues that matter. As always, I'm Neha Yadavali, and I'll see you next time. Stay informed and engaged, and have a wonderful rest of your day.